Can you make my hair look like this? Oh, man, what you want to make your hair look like that for? Well, I like the way you wear your hair. Wear it natural. That's good, man. You know, I wish more of the young children today would wear their hair natural like Dr. Martin Luther King did. That's right. You ain't never seen Dr. Martin Luther King with no mess of Jerry Curl on his head. Ain't that right? Amen. Dr. King ain't come walk around like that. You know, sweet, I met Dr. Martin Luther King once. And you lying. You ain't never met Dr. Martin Luther King. Yeah, I met Dr. Martin Luther King in 1962 in Memphis, Tennessee. I'm walking down the street, out of my own business, just walking off, feeling good. I walk around the corner, man woke up, hit me in my chest, right? I fall on the ground, right? And I look up at Dr. Martin Luther King, I said, Dr. King! He said, oops, I thought you were somebody else. Oh, man, you lying. You ain't never met Martin Luther the King. Knocked the wind out of me. Yes, he did. No, it didn't. Yes, he did. No, he did not. Uh, yeah. Episode 71 of Tell Me Where to Turn. Um, a very special episode. Okay. Because we have a special guest. At four wide. And by special, we don't mean in that way. Am I on AM radio? <laughs> we do mean in a country way, as we have Gustav Monteblanc with us. Welcome, boys. So was it cool driving on, like, paved roads coming in here? I, I, the wagon... Uh, <laughs> Broke down a little bit, a uh, broken axle, had to get the axe out and chop up a cottonwood to, <laughs> to refashion one, and about that time, some Comanches came up and shot me in the ass. <laughs> you gotta watch out for that. Are you gonna stock up on all of our modern medicine before you head <laughs> maybe, back? Maybe see if you got some bread mold that I could take back home make penicillin out of. Yeah. Well, thank y'all for having me. No, I, no, no trouble with the gate when you came in the neighborhood. The the, the security, security guard. guard looked at me askew because my vehicle is a 2003, and they don't allow anything earlier than that. Oh, yeah, I thought the HOA here said if it wasn't 2016 or newer, it wasn't allowed. Yeah, they might. We, we've got an eye on it. They might start to tow it. <laughs> if they do, I'll run out and throw some money at them. That right. seems to work around here. So you guys have already said we were what. A minute in here, you said two things that happened to me yesterday. I witnessed a car being towed, and I saw somebody handing out prescription drugs. <laughs> Andy threw money <laughs> without at a prescription, <laughs> and I saw a Comanche. Well, yeah, that too. And to all of them, you just threw cash at him, ran away. No, I was at a work event in South Lake. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's a rather prosperous part oh, of the town. Yeah, the cartel do a lot of business there. Murder business. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. I, should, man, I wish I'd remembered. I could have made some jokes about that. But no, I, uh, the place I was going, there was one of those really nice RVs, like, you know, probably like half million dollar ones parked out front. Uh, and apparently the HOA was having none of that. And they were fashioning some type of tow <laughs> vehicle to it when I pulled up. Oh, I was man. at somebody's house. And then once I was inside that house, a guy, uh, Guy was like, "Yeah, I have a headache," and then the owner of the house was like, "Hey, I got you covered," and he had him covered. <laughs> wow, little oxy. Heard of the opioid ec- epidemic? This guy was not not afraid to contribute to that. So, I'm all for the opioid ec- epidemic. You're you're in favor of it. I'm in favor of it. <laughs> Legalize it all. I don't think you use that for headaches, though. I think you could think it could probably. I think it probably it'll just fix fine. it. Yeah. Dull the pain a little bit. Stuff will constipate you too. You got to watch out for that. They make a they make a prescription now that is just for opioid related constipation for people <laughs> on chronic pain management. 
So what if what if I just dealt with regular constipation <laughs> and I took that? Would that would that be like taking I, an opioid for a headache? I think it of? would be a yeah, it would be overkill. Now you mentioned, I believe, in the previous episode that struck me as funny because it, maybe it's funny that I've listened to all of y'all's episodes in itself. That in itself, yes. <laughs> That's the outlier. The top the very list. You know, I, I remember the early days when your racist driver talk <laughs> and when Dave was just a special guest that was running from Plano, you know. Oh, that's true. The Plano all, to Frisco run. All these things in the past. But Tommy mentioned that he only uh, takes a dump like once a week if he's <laughs> lucky. And that was like, I was like, oh, that's that's too bad, buddy. Yes. I have... <laughs> He has I have a, consulted the services of several gastroenterologists <laughs> about this. Apparently, Tommy only has an X and an X chromosome. Because <laughs> that's women talk right there. there. It really is. They have their own yogurt that helps with that. Yeah, that, that chick with the Jamie with Lee the Curtis. <laughs> yeah, she Jamie Lee it. Curtis yogurt. So let's just casually raise our hand if we've tried that. <laughs> oh, no, the only it, one? Did it help? No. And it was terrible. I'm not a big yogurt guy. I'm not a big fan of yogurt, but... It's all that clean eating you do. You go to Jack in the Box more, you won't have that problem. <laughs> I agree with that you wholeheartedly. Need to, you need to take up the uh, the Glenn Arby's Papa John Long John, John Silver cleanse, and you'll <laughs> That's be right. fine. Right now, like as as good as we've been eating, if I ate Long John Silver's right now, like there's no telling what would happen. <laughs> you they, get- they would have me in isolation somewhere <laughs> for sure. <laughs> You wouldn't get your 10,000 steps in because you'd be seated all day long. <laughs> I might get them in. Just, they'd just be back and forth. <laughs> have like the uh, have to get the, the carpet at the house replaced to just be like a little trail worn in, just be back like and the, forth. Look who's Wimbledon. got carpet. <laughs> yeah, man. That's a one percenter thing. Carpet actually, everywhere. We, we have hardwood floors. Yeah, that's that. actually true. So I guess we should uh, introduce ourselves. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Glenn three underscore eleven. Is that the only place we can find you on Twitter? Um, at the moment, yes. It's the only place you're willing to disclose. Affirmed. Yeah. You can find me at Tommy two underscore zero. You can find me at Point Break underscore Dave. And you can find me at Real Gustav. And the show at Where to Turn Pod. Yes, has been very popular this week. I noticed that. There's a lot of a uh, lot of action going on. Yeah, I'm starting to feel a little uncomfortable with the direction the show Twitter's headed. Well, we had a celebrity interaction. We got one of our tweets liked by Throatzilla. I saw that. <laughs> I Do you need to repackage who Throatzilla is? I don't think we need to. For this audience probably not. <laughs> Just Google Lyle Collins. But and you'll get there. She's pretty amazing for somebody that's for coming from me, somebody that's in the uh Wait. She's pretty amazing <laughs> from somebody like me coming from me. That's what was said. It's really that, like I was reading the script perfect she until is, this point. She really I got my not lines is. I got my lines all messed up. No, whatever whatever social media listening crawler she has has got to be the top of the market because if you mention her name in a tweet, you don't even have to add her in a tweet. She knows it immediately. Yeah. And that's pretty impressive because, believe me, I work for a company where we're real interested when people mention our names on Twitter, and it's hard to find if they don't at you. Right. I need to, I need to bring her in for a consult. <laughs> well, well, you need to bring in some other people, too, because one of your other interactions this week also honed in on a, on a key phrase out of nowhere. Yes. Which one was that? Oh, that, yeah, that yeah, That was yeah. the... Uh, 
Hold on, I'll... It was about the something in incident, the, the Muay Thai incident, or no, what is it, it called? it was the... Uh, I can't remember the name exactly. Hold on a second. My, the Mayaguez Mayaguez, that was it. Which is a whole fascinating thing right that happened right after the fall of Saigon uh, with the Cambodians. But I'll let you go on. I think this that individual had like firsthand. Yeah, it was a uh, uncle or something that died in one of the yeah, helicopters, that was and it unfortunate. So, were you taking shots at this incident? No, it, one of the. I don't know if he listens to y'all, but one of the listeners probably to not. Our podcast was mentioning the Maguez incident as a possible topic for future times when I have to do solo work. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds terrible. Yeah, it's it's a rough life. And out of nowhere, this lady whose uncle had perished in the um, rescue attempt of this commercial freighter comes swooping in, and then old Glenn, I assume Glenn was running the show. Allegedly. Account, yeah. yeah. Started uh, stepping into the bear trap, <laughs> and Gustav just stepped away. Watched. She would not answer whether she could eat. 200 Chick-fil-A chicken nuggets in two hours. What about three hours? <laughs> she Did didn't you, answer that. So, so her uncle was killed in this tragedy, and you're and you just peppering her with those kind of questions? She mentioned that the, the leather jacket she was wearing in her profile picture was her uncle's that died. In 75. In 75 in that incident. Yeah. It, so that's when the wouldn't party that be died like a, a sign bit. for you just to be like, you know, just ease off here. Step away, but then no, you go right back at it. That's like a calling you in, right? Well, that's. I, I felt like we needed to take a more positive step, and I thought chicken nuggets were the answer to that. You know, I had a, a tray of chicken nuggets from <laughs> Chick-fil-A this week. How rich is this guy? It was tasty, so it, it did make my life better. So I appreciate your candor, <laughs> your courage. Well, you know what I did? I had a salad at Chick-fil-A this week, pal. Because Operation Body Fat in full play. And it's down 0.2% since we were last together. So look out. It's it's not a life I want to live, I'm telling you. If you're ordering salads at Chick-fil-A, I'm not in. Well, it had chicken nuggets on the salad. Well, I know, but to what point? I mean, so if you get down with this ab goal... Your wife's not going to like you any better. Right, but did you know that Danica Patrick and Ricky Stenhouse have broken up? <laughs> She's back on the market. Oh, you're on, I thought you were on Stenhouse. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know who she's rumored to be dating now? Oh, gosh, no. Tell me it's not... Um, Ronda Rousey? Uh-uh. No. Interesting. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers. No way. You got a little bit of competition. No way. Because I'm pretty sure he's got abs. Are you serious? I did not know this. I'm very serious. I feel like he could do better. I feel like, I, she, I feel could, like, he feel like could, she could do a lot better. I feel like he could do anything. <laughs> he could do bigger. <laughs> yeah, she's about as tall as that chair. Yeah, yeah. she's tiny. So, it yeah. Is. All right. So, moving down the run sheet. Yeah, um, how about these run sheets? Look at this. Are you pretty impressed with this? I, well, I don't know if impressed <laughs> is the right word. It is a run sheet, though. So the guy, the guy that brought his own mic stand is not impressed with our run sheet. Well, I just... Okay, first off, I've never recorded in daylight before. That's weird. That wasn't the plan initially, but, but it's uh, just kind of how it worked out. I have lots of gear, but no organization. So mm-hmm. this is like a level of touching the doorknob six times before you lock it. <laughs> well, you're talking, to, you're talking to the guy that's about a half a tick from being there, so... 
I went to the movies last night, you guys. All right. Yeah. How was Jumanji? I, that was discussed. Okay. It was it was strongly discussed. I'd go see Jumanji. We went up to Fairview to the IPIC. Have you ever been up there? IPIC's nice. All right, you gotta you gotta fill me in. It's pretty it's pretty high end. It's it's one of those, you know, where you sit in the recliner and eat and they charge you Is this kinda like look where they charge you yes. fifty five bucks yeah. for a steak? Very similar. Oh yeah. So I got a chicken quesadilla. And that ain't helping with the body fat. Get the spinach quesadilla. It's a cheat day, you know. Yeah, I got a, I got a chicken quesadilla and then these little pretzel things for an appetizer. Forty five bucks, <laughs> <laughs> just for the food. Yeah, and the tickets were thirty five bucks. So, so Hold I was, I was into the into the night when you add in a drink. I was into the night for a hundred bucks. Now, quick, I did share with my wife. Quick iPick story. So last time I went there, there was a Ferrari in the parking lot. Here's the vanity plate. And I thought this was hilarious. So G and then the number eight, MLM. Is MLM multi-level marketing? Great multi-level marketing. Oh, that's awesome. Wow. You say GR8 or just G8? Oh, GR8. Okay, Sorry. that's what they're... Yeah, I was trying to He messed the whole story I messed up. the yeah. whole story right, Gate. Well, Great gate. See, this is why license plate talk is not on the run sheet. <laughs> yeah. If it was on the run sheet, we would have been fine. I feel license plate talk has to be accompanied with a visual representation. Yeah. I don't yeah. think I got a picture of it. I've, I've grabbed some pictures of license plates before, sent them to you guys just for fun. Yeah, I, I sent one to Donnie one time, just had <laughs> oh, 666 yeah. on it. Did he get back actually, to you? Yeah. And actually, I, every time I see anything that has that. In public, I sent it to him. I would have thought that the they would have had some kind of safety valve in the DMV that would have, you know, if, you the, think so. if the random number generator comes up 666. Sorry, guys. Uh-oh. Oh, my. He's going to answer the He's going to take a call during the show. He's take a call right during the show. <laughs> this is, this is un- talk the whole time. Oh, now he's knocked oh, down no. his mic stand. No, so I saw uh, Molly's game. How was that? Ooh, that's about gambling, right? It's about about underground poker. It was good. It was really good. I wouldn't go out on a limb and say that it's going to win like the Academy um, Award or anything. Who's in it? So, um, boy, CD is the Rock in it? The Rock is not in it. The, is John uh, Cena in it? No. What's the girl that was? I've in, lost interest. The girl that was in. Uh, oh gosh, Doctor Jessica Quinn Chastain. Jessica Chastain. Man. Things are she looking, in the Hurt Locker? Yeah, things are looking really good. Roll Tide. Yeah. Let me look that up with the KJ search. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> things this are looking on your good Wi-Fi. Uh, on my Wi-Fi. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm going on 4G. There's here, a uh, Michael Sarah, George Michael Bluth's in it. Oh, yes. Uh, Kevin Costner makes an appearance. Is he playing country music? <laughs> Actually, he kind of plays a bad guy in this movie. So does Michael Sarah. Spoiler alert. Really? Yeah. And... Um, the great Idris Elba. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Very, very prominent role in this movie, but it was good though. No, it was it was actually really good. It, so, as someone who has obviously not been to the Molly's game where they're buying in for two hundred fifty thousand dollars, but has been to underground poker games, right? The the um, poker scenes were okay. They do a couple things in every movie, which I just don't understand. 
if you're playing in a poker game where the buy-in's $250,000, get some reasonable chips. They play with, like, the cheap-looking... Hoyle. No, they have, like, this the set of chips that our friend BJ has. <laughs> the one you get at CVS yeah. next to the Reese's bar. And I'm kind of... And, you know, they... they Molly in the movie is going out of the way of describing how she rents this a suite at this you know really nice hotel and she's got a, a chef and she's got Playboy playmates, these cocktail waitresses, and then they're playing with like these. They yeah, the, it's the, the wooden get, container <laughs> with they'll the little fit gas down station the chips. Yeah, yeah. So that, high quality clay chips. There's no yeah. There no even even our little game that we run. We have we have chips that are of of extreme high quality and weight. And the other thing is they're using they're using like Hoyle cards. Like they even show or no not Hoyle cards, like bicycle cards. Yeah. Like which nobody would use in a poker game because they no. they bend in half. And they show her like cutting the decks, you know, cutting the cards open out of the little bicycle deck. I'm like, isn't there's enough poker players in the world they could have a they could they could have hired a consultant for minimum wage to tell you like this, this is not how it works. And Very then true. and then uh, another thing, and Dave, you'll like this. I don't know, Gustav, you a gambler of any kind? Uh, no, just my life. That's all. <laughs> I mean, he ran across well, he tribes like he's, on the he's, way here. He looks like he's planning on drinking uh, four uh, Coke Zero Sugars. That's a gamble yeah. with the uh, with the diarrhea. But <laughs> no, but they they're they're showing this one, and this is all stuff that came out of the book. But it's there's a a pot, and there's like a half a million dollars in the middle of the table, and a guy goes, "I bet five hundred thousand and the other guy goes, "Well." I call and I'm going to raise you two hundred thousand. You can't do that. You can't do that. You have to at least double. Your raise has to be at least double what the bet was. Yeah. Is that an any? You poker also can't game? say I yeah. call and then I. Well, raise. he didn't. Yeah. Say, I, he said, "Yeah, I can't say that." <laughs> no, they didn't. They didn't do that. And then there was another time when a guy uh, this poker term, but he said, "I have the nuts," and he didn't have the nuts. But other than that, that uh, means like the best possible yeah. hand. Correct? But it was it was being said in a way that that like he knew he had the nuts, and I was like, he doesn't have the nuts, right? <laughs> But other than that, it was actually really entertaining. Now, what's funny about it is in her book, she doesn't out all of the celebrities that played in the game, but there was a lot of them. And they're portrayed in the movie under names that she made up for them in the book. And then if you go on Wikipedia and some other places, you can kind of find who each person's supposed to be. And that's that's the most interesting part. Like Bar- somebody named Glenn? <laughs> Glenn. <laughs> Barles Charkley. <laughs> Shawnee Shan. <laughs> QB no, but, uh, Toby Toby Maguire, the uh, OG Spider Man, not a good Spider Man. Yeah, he shut uh, your. <laughs> no, I think he's good. Yeah, he's the best of the three Spider Mans. Well, he's Gustav and I are going to step outside. <laughs> Let's go. You lose a lot of respect for him uh, in this movie because he's the the Michael Sarah is playing the character that's based on Toby Maguire, and some of the stuff that he does to her and during the movie is yeah. Not 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 hashtag oh, me too. Okay. Oh. Okay. Well, then I lost no. interest in the story real quick. <laughs> is the best? Well, I know maybe Rounders is at the top of the list, but yeah. poker scenes. Is it uh, the Bond movie? Is it is it called Monte Carlo? Casino uh, Royale. Casino Royale. Casino Royale. Yeah, but they don't play with like they have like those. But they're playing baccarat, aren't they? No, no. I thought they're they were playing, playing poker. poker. I didn't see. But they that. have those big tile yes. that represent, and they actually have those turn up in this movie too. When you get to a certain denomination, you know, like a hundred thousand dollars. See, I'd want to play with those, even if it's like a five dollar buy-in. You know, when you're playing ten cents a hand. Well, I just want to get them and just have them here, (laughs) because that's so much better. That is pretty cool. I would much rather raise you a a stack of tiles than (laughs) some plastic quarters. (laughs) Just throw your tiles out there. Yeah, yeah. But she, she, 
it was an interesting story. I'd like to I'd like you guys to see it at some point just to talk about it because she ran this game without the help of an enforcer, which is really strange because I play a game with some friends of Gustav's uh, out in Kennedale, Texas, and they even had an enforcer there. I know. Yeah. I know who you're talking about. <laughs> Your dad may have some familiarity with these guys. He knows them. He's never been there. He's yeah. not playing in that game. But, but they basically, for a while, were running a casino out of their house yeah. or at their, at their, at their shop. I, I've been familiar with that sort of behavior before, yes. Was the, say, even in, those guys had an enforcer. Was the enforcer the only one there not doing math? <laughs> That's why he was the enforcer. This guy's still got some body weight to him. <laughs> so we'll... Molly's game two with the enforcer. Is that where the rock comes in? I'll just see the sequel. I'm pretty sure I know how poker, you Mo- know. In Molly's game two, they have the tiles, but they're just like kitchen tiles. <laughs> they went down to Home Depot. <laughs> Molly's game two, electric boogaloo. Oh, with Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Right. Oh, goodness. So we're going to have, uh, this is to tease ahead like, Ten, ten weeks. Months ahead. But there's going to be a show field trip in I'm, March. I'm excited about this one. Wait. Yeah. Is anybody going to go to the show field trip except Glenn? <laughs> <laughs> All three of us are going to go to the show field trip. <laughs> Glenn, Glenn, Glenn's kind of like the uh, marketing director of the show. He goes out and talks to people. He goes to events. I, I, I've fully you know i share the same role so i understand but yeah I, i've attended a couple of tell me where to turn race events and i've yet to see anybody on the opposite side of the table for myself and glenn right now well you know uh that's fair if you hit one for three through your whole career you go to the hall of fame so that's right there maybe it's go. not the worst no worst i think we're, we're locked into this show event because we've put money on the line for this show event yeah this isn't uh Tickets have been purchased. Yeah, this isn't for the people to come see y'all. This is just y'all going to see. Yeah, the, yeah, the people are more than welcome to come out to the venue and maybe track us down, but you'll need to visit SeatGeek to be able to procure entrance to the event. Okay, and what is this event? So we and uh, the fake pallbearers going with us. Oh, yes. Which are trying to slow play it. From here to now to get him to dress up. I've, oh, I planted the seed. The, the, we're going to get this to happen. We are going to Monday Night Raw at the American Airlines Center. Show field trip. It's going to be amazing. I have not been to a wrestling event probably since I was eight, nine years old at Will Rogers Coliseum. Do you ever, Gustav, do you ever make it to any of those? I, I No, I didn't. And the one time that... Uh, World class championship wrestling came through my town. I wasn't able to go as a young eight year old, and I was sad. I still regret it to this day. Mm-hmm. I think that son of a bitch heavy got to go. <laughs> you never got to see the the great Bruiser Brody in person. I, I did not see uh, Kumala, the Ugandan <laughs> giant, or the missing Link, or oh, gentleman wow. Chris Adams. Now I did work with a girl whose cousin married. Gentleman Chris Adams in the later years, and I don't think that worked out very well. Not surprised. <laughs> so maybe the gentleman moniker. Yeah. Uh, you know, cocaine <laughs> doesn't make a gentleman out of you, probably. I think uh, the Iceman King Parsons was one of my first heroes. 
Did you get the tattoo of the Star of David? <laughs> no, I did not. I didn't manage to do that. No, but on Gustav's recommendation, I have been watching some WCCW on the uh, on the network, and I am now familiar with the fine work of the Missing Link, which I had not been <laughs> up until this point. He grabs the back of his head every time. Right, he does a big stomp and headbutt. It's great, great stuff. The great Kabuki just retired. He was the guy that he uh, spit, spit the green, the green, the green yeah. mist. Yeah. yeah, very Kabuki-ish. They were talking about that this week on the ticket, and they mentioned Abdullah the Butcher, uh-huh. and he had a, was it a spoon? Fork. Was it a fork, fork or a yeah. spoon? He messed a- up a kid uh, real bad in ECW. This kid lied about his age. He was like 17, and they like whoever he was supposed to wrestle wasn't there, and they're like, ah, and this kid was like, I can wrestle, so they put him out there, and dude, Abdullah the Butcher took some liberties with him and messed him up, Oh, and the kid died. What? Whoa. No. What? You need to fact check this. Yeah, story. I was going to say. Oh. I'm, I'm hoping that uh, 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 Wikipedia Abdullah, backs up that account. Abdullah the Butcher, <laughs> murdered, <laughs> murders, <laughs> murders kid with fork. <laughs> Report back to us. Uh, he was a scary. He was a scary Later guy. Though. So, so Monday Night Raw, huh? Yeah, and uh, we already have it. According to um, according to the uh, site, John Cena will be in the main event. So. I maybe know what my costume is for this, for this episode. I maybe wear the never quit gear. I thought he was going to say he was going shirtless. <laughs> we'll yeah. see how that body fat's looking. I don't know if you're going to be able to do the headband around your arm like Cena does. <laughs> I don't think you're there yet. Could maybe I'll say this. Shorten it a few times. For what I paid for WrestleMania, which I'm going to in April, we could be sitting front row in a folding chair that's autographed at, at Raw. At the AAC? At yeah. AAC. Do you get to take the chair home? You do. And then you get to hit somebody with it on the way <laughs> right. out. You get one free shot. <laughs> I, when we went to the one in Dallas, I actually almost bought one because a guy was walking out with one, someone that had bought four, floor seats, but he was from out of town. He's like, I'm never going to get this on the plane. And he was trying to sell it. I, I negotiated for a brief moment and then was like, nah, it's, it's too much. No, but Glenn, you're going to have a real good time because the people that come to these things, they're there to have a good time. This is not like your average sports crowd. Just not, they're not just going to be sitting on their well, hands. No, but everybody's doing bits when they get there, and that's, that's what I love about it. I think it. that's a good point for well, us. I'll be, do I'll we be, need to do any No, bits? we will be doing bits. We will absolutely be doing bits. But I mean, like everybody there is either wearing like a Ric Flair robe. Okay, so or I'm going to cross that off the list. Championship belt. You know, dressed as some superstar of a bygone era. You could go as the missing link. I think that's what we need to do is identify the wrestler that we're going to dress as. Yeah. No, I think we could... Paul Bearer is already... Yeah. That, that's already done. Yeah. So we got to identify that. We got two months to figure it out. Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna have to do a little research on this, but yeah. I'm, I'm in for bits, though. But I've been... It's been a long time. I, in the 90s, during the, uh, during the big WWE... Heyday! I went to a lot of them, and it's it's a great. You're gonna have a great time. We had a little hard time getting tickets though. Yeah, so there was there was a pre-sale on Thursday, but there was Raw on Monday night, and then something else Tuesday, right? Yeah, SmackDown on Tuesday. They're is doing, that is that not near as popular? I don't know. I didn't even try to buy tickets for it because I wanted to go on Monday night. Oh, okay, because I want to see John Cena. Is that so bad? No, I think that's probably the reason for the high demand. Judge me for that. No, but there was a pre-sale on Thursday night, 
that we couldn't get in on. There was a pre-sale on Friday night we couldn't get in on. And then when tickets went on sale for real Saturday, or Friday, we couldn't get on those either. So we had to buy them on SeatGeek. Promo code BANTER. Save 20 bucks. We did. Surprisingly. I'm not sure anymore. Yeah, no, it does. That's what... Oh, I, it worked. I didn't think about that until you sent me the, you know, the... It absolutely worked. Receipt or whatever. Yeah. Because we used the promo code and... I was surprised, too, because they don't really have that relationship anymore. Hey, it still works. So how does that work for them? Do they get a kickback off the sale? Well, I think they get paid, my understanding, and I don't know how much, but they get paid per read, I believe. Okay. So That's a good deal for them, because I thought it would probably be just where there was no downside for, or no upside for them other than if somebody bought tickets. No, I think it's a, I, I, and I'm talking out of my my posterior here, but I believe... Are you trying to tell me that your podcast doesn't have advertisers? We do not have any advertisers, <laughs> and I'm not sure based on recent episodes we will ever have any advertisers, <laughs> but then again, they've got advertisers, and they've had a uh, known throat prostitute, so... That's true. Uh, miracles do happen. <laughs> but yeah, we. Uh, I think they get a... I think it's per read, and it's negotiated on how many downloads you get, how many you're showing, and... All that good stuff. So maybe someday y'all can get an advertiser. No. Well, I'm fully expecting kinda, your your appearance to really do something for our listenership, though. Uh, like 10 people, sure. <laughs> hey, that's, well, that's probably double. Say double our numbers. 100% increase? Are you, telling, are you telling me that just you sitting here is 100%? <laughs> I think we've this. had uh, historically two different sponsors, but they're both no longer with us. <laughs> Whether an entity that's or... Borderline a, too soon on one of those two. I think we're okay. <laughs> I think well, I mean, we're okay. Obviously, he's not hearing about it. We don't think. Oh, goodness. Uh, I don't know. That's a separate, that's a separate conversation. I've debated bringing that back <laughs> for the Super Bowl, but I don't think it would go well with the extended family. Just one last tweet from heaven <laughs> with the over-under for the Super Bowl. <laughs> I think... <laughs> I think you should. <laughs> Guys, it's great up here. <laughs> Take the over 48. <laughs> Trust me. Keith Jackson just walked in. Always bet the over. No funeral. <laughs> People don't watch the Super Bowl to see defense. <laughs> oh, wow. It's, it's, it's great up here. Speaking of football, we uh, loudly proclaim how, how good we are at picking football games yeah, and that, how you should look at our picks to that work out? make all the money in the world. Yeah. That didn't work out so well last week, I don't no. think. No, but we hastily threw it together last week, and we didn't get to the uh, the penalty on this one. So to reset quickly, we all picked the playoffs all the way through, and this year we decided that there was going to be a double penalty, so there'd be one winner. The two losers have to watch the watch and review on the show the documentary of our choice. I was hoping you were going to pick vintage gay porn to make the other ones watch. <laughs> And then, the, and then, and the the beauty of that this guy. though is that the winner still wouldn't have to watch it, but you would record each of them giving their brief synopsis first individually, <laughs> and then see if if they didn't match, then they still have to watch it again. Ah, <laughs> uh, you're you're talking about to to prevent any kind of funny business, right? right. Yeah. skipping like, oh yeah, well, yeah, these, yeah these, I watched it. It was true. awesome, right? Um, so athletic. I think, the guy delivered a pizza. <laughs> there was a fireman. Yeah, I think you're forgetting the cable. Yeah, <laughs> the plumbing was out or something. But there know. were no women. It was the weirdest thing. I think you're forgetting this is North Dallas's favorite faith-based podcast. Well, so. I, I was going to say it's you know, 
I'm a dreamer if I'm anything. <laughs> so speaking of faith-based, back to gambling. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I had the Rams in the Super Bowl. I'm not ashamed to admit it. Is that not going to happen now? <laughs> They're not going to put them back. Yeah, how did they do last week? I haven't tallied up all the picks, but I feel like... I've got them tallied right here. So I know Dave has the Vikings going all the way through to win the whole thing, right? Yeah. And I have the Saints. So one of us, we're, we're done after, after Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think in all likelihood, either you or Dave is going to win this match. <laughs> okay. But this time it actually matters. It'll actually, it might actually come down to the Super Bowl. Yeah. yeah. Last time we knew Tommy was going to finish dead last, and oh. that's all that mattered. Is, yeah. So where we stand actually after round one, though, is there's a two-way tie for first between Glenn and myself. Dave is in last place with one correct pick out of four. Glenn and I, two correct picks out of four. Oh, that's pathetic. However, due to the distribution of picks, Dave is actually in the best shape to win the whole thing. As it should be. So to recap, the only correct pick that we all made was Jacksonville. Go Jags. The, uh, Dave managed to pick the other three games incorrectly. He Way picked, to go, buddy. <laughs> he picked the uh, Rams, Panthers, and Chiefs. I did have the Saints, um, as so did Glenn, and then we both also had Rams and Chiefs, so that's where we sit right now. Now, looking ahead, now this is going to be weird because we're – recording on the day the game's going to be take take place and then we're going to post the episode i don't know when we haven't talked about that yet well we don't need to pick the games for this weekend well, we've already picked them i'm just yeah, saying yeah, looking yeah. ahead looking I'm not ahead to redo it okay how about this looking ahead we'll have a lot more clarity after the next two days of games are played out yeah i mean it's going to basically the saints vikings game will either eliminate i or dave indeed from winning the whole thing yeah and I think it's uh, I think it's going to be between me and you, Dave. I think over there on the other side of the table, there's probably zero chance. Well, it will be because we've all got New England in the Super Bowl, and I've got the Rams on the other side, and you guys yeah. have the Saints and the Vikings. So, so should we start with the documentary Tommy picked? Since most likely no one's going to be watching. I it. am afraid. Yeah, let's, let's go there first. I'm afraid what that is going to be the case. What have you chosen? Should you win this? So should yeah should the Commissioner Goodell call a press conference today and announce that the Rams have been put back in the playoffs. But they have to play nude. You guys will be watching the 2013 documentary, hour and 24-minute running time. Only a 5.5 out of 10 score on uh, IMDb. I'm going to guess it has to do with like some sort of pageantry. So the, uh, the name of the movie is Unhung Hero. <laughs> <laughs> The Lance Armstrong story. This does sound sort of like. <laughs> so the, uh, the recap for the movie is, Unhung Hero charts a humiliated man's fact-finding journey as he consults porn stars, doctors, anthropologists to learn whether the size of one's manhood matters. I watched this with Mrs. Gustav, and we laughed and laughed and laughed at Uh-oh. the tiny dick man. Uh-oh. <laughs> so a little bit more backstory. So this guy that the movie's about is uh his name is uh Quang Dung. <laughs> Gustav <Whoa>. Monteblanc. <laughs> I have pictures to pr- disprove that. <laughs> Whoa. Okay, let's we're gonna stop the show for five minutes. <laughs> Episode cover out. art. So this guy's name is Patrick Moot. Uh he is a stand up comedian. And he proposed to his girlfriend live at Staples Center and she told him no. 
in front of the whole crowd, and it was a kind of a viral sensation. Well, when they got back to... Was it a work or a shoot? Well, a lot of the criticism of the movie is that people... It's presented as a documentary and is completely reality-based, but a lot of people think it was cooked up. And that, that was one of the big... I think that's why... Because I think the movie's actually funny, but the, a lot of people doubt the documentary, Authentic- the authenticity okay. of it. He um, doesn't measure up. He was told that the only reason crafted the only reason she wouldn't marry him was because he had a very small penis. And then he decides to find out if that is in fact the case and makes this self-discovering journey throughout the world to find out if he really does have a small penis. So you guys will do, be enjoying. Do you have to make a movie? Can't you just <laughs> go to the gym a few times and see what else is out there? Well, and I think it's still what the movie, the failure of the movie. Spoiler alert: Is it doesn't matter what one hung low across the uh, you know the world in Asia has your girlfriend still thinks you have a tiny ding, and that's all that matters. You really are playing to a small audience here, right? Yeah, it's the one person that matters. But I don't think you guys are going to be watching it this year. But I may keep this on the uh, on the rotation for a future show for the movie of the month. Yeah. For the movie of the month, club. and I love that you've seen it. Yeah, uh, we watched it. Uh, I, I, I would like to know the it. circumstances yeah. that surrounded you watching this. I think Mrs. Gustav said, "We need to watch this. This is funny." He just the social media filter has unhung anything that just yeah. I, it's just on Twitter. It pops up. Just yeah, like if Throatzilla pops up, I'm there. <laughs> All right, Dave. What have you concocted for us? I have found concocted. Go, <laughs> man. He's full of it today. He's on a. He's on a broadcasting high. The uh, 2015 documentary, Finders Keepers. The single-sentence synopsis of this documentary is, after a man loses his leg in a plane crash, mummifies it himself (laughs) in an errant storage locker, a sale... Is deposited into the hands of an entrepreneur who refuses to return the body part even after the leg's original owner demands it back. <laughs> and they made a documentary about this? Yes. This sounds also very <laughs> contrived. Oh, okay. I thought he would be like, I saw this last no, week. He's like, look, it's one. not that good. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. It follows John Wood, the leg <laughs> loser, and the leg finder, Shannon Wisnett. <laughs> So the other guy found it in a storage unit? Yes. Finders keepers. Oh, it, yeah. There you it go. It wasn't the guy that goes, yep, from Storage Wars, though. No, right? but there, <laughs> there is a legal custody battle over the severed body part. Which is mummified. Yeah, and I think it ends with them arm wrestling for it. <laughs> and cu- custody, custody of the leg. <laughs> leg wrestling. And an 18-wheeler. It is a double elimination event. That's why I had a documentary. Exactly. Okay, um, are you ready for mine? I'm ready. So after I win this, as Alvin Kamara is raising the Super Bowl trophy and showing his gold teeth to everybody, you guys will be watching the 2014 documentary As the Palaces Burn, A Year in the Life of the Band Lamb of God. (laughs) Oh, no. As the band tours the world and their lead singer is accused and put on trial for manslaughter in the Czech Republic. He got, got a hold of somebody with a fork? <laughs> he, did not, he did not. He spit some kind of green stuff at him and have you fell seen over this? dead. I have seen this. Okay. Wow. It's actually pretty good. 
So a band that might draw 25 people got a documentary. They got a documentary. Wow. Lead singer got accused of murder. That's something. People yeah. love murder. People do love murder. <laughs> Especially people that listen to that kind of music. <laughs> That's so does uh, it does it follow the murder or is it just about the band? Well, you, I guess you'll just have to see it. Do they wear masks? They do not. Do they have a double bass drum or double whatever? <laughs> there are bands that don't. <laughs> Why would you only need one? You have two legs, except for Finders Keepers guy. He's playing drums we with the guy seen from the Death end of Leopard. the show yet. He may end up with two legs. He may have a happy ending, as it were. Maybe he has those spring legs, like that guy who did kill a guy, the Olympic guy. Oh, Oscar Kill Pistorius. a girl. A girl. Yeah. True. I think that was in self-defense. Yeah, the self-defense where you fire 25 times into a closed door. It is South Africa. <laughs> Whoa, what does that mean? <laughs> well, home, good, home invasions are uh, rampant oh, okay. in if South Africa. you could Africa. use an hey, adjective good, good to stops. describe Gustav's doing a really good job segueing into our last topic. South Africa? No. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> I'm not saying it. Well, that, let's start there. So uh, CNN was on where I was all day yesterday. At the country club? <laughs> no, I was in South Lake. Country club watches Fox News, <laughs> let's be honest. That's true, yeah. You think they're going to have it on the Clinton News Network at the country club? Come on. No, but they're but they're just like it's like that South Park episode. It was like they were trying to see who could say shithole the most without beeping it out, without censoring it out the whole day. It just really on the screen. I would think even where we are today, they would at least do the the decency to have the little asterisks, asterisks yeah. in there. Use nope. the exclamation point instead of the I <laughs> and the money sign for the yes. It's <laughs> my trick at work. <laughs> yeah, it's how you beat the filter. <laughs> No, but they, they, it was all day. So I, I had the opportunity to pretty much sit in the same place for six hours yesterday with a TV behind me on CNN. They never stopped talking about Hold Trump. Hold on, you have a the, TV with CNN in the bathroom? I was in the bathroom for six hours and I haven't been in a lot better mood than I am today. They never stopped talking about Trump the whole day. It never stopped. There was no other news they covered. Apparently he's got his physical coming up. By the way, do you know how tall he is? I haven't measured. <laughs> oh, you've measured it. <laughs> well, myself. <laughs> Unhung um, hero over here has measured it. Over under six foot and a half an inch. I'll say six two. He's six foot three. He is really? Yeah. Two thirty five is what he was built his build height and weight is. Man, I think he may be heavier than two thirty five. He's got a the same belly thing. on him. But there's the probably thing. not a lot of muscle mass. No, yeah. There's probably no muscle you mass. Know, he's not doing deadlifts. No. <laughs> he's all chicken legs. Yeah. Yeah. But he's eating pretty good too. He doesn't have traps. Like hundred and eighty seven of those pounds is above the waist. It's all wagyu beef all the time. <laughs> <laughs> he uh but he's got his physical coming up. So they had they had Sanjay Gupta on there talking about what his physical might show about his cholesterol. Like they they never stopped talking about him. Is that guy like legit, or is he like a yeah. Doctor yeah. Oz type doctor? Yeah, kind of like Doctor I mean, Phil's he, not really a doctor. Exactly. He, he's a doctor, but I don't think he's licensed to practice medicine in any state right now. <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> he went to medical school. Oh, okay, he's just not say. currently licensed to practice in any state. Because otherwise, I'm a doctor. <laughs> Well, you kind of are. UT hasn't sent you the honorary doctorate yet? 
Not yet. We need <laughs> this podcast. will get it though. Two to five million more listeners. Yeah, <laughs> but I don't want to. I don't want to get on the podcast here, and because that's Dave's job to defend the president at all turns. Man, I'm here. You can't. You can't uh, paint me in that light when I'm here. That's only when I'm gone, and you guys make accusations feel, like that. I kind of feel like he got a bad deal in this in this particular situation because he didn't tweet it. He just said it in a meeting with a few people. So I feel like you should get a free pass there. And he said it about Haiti. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't going to say it. You know, <laughs> there are parts of the world that are not vacation destinations for this Glenn. Is, this is why Gustav is here, by the way. And this is his segment. He's signing the screen right I'm now. sign the screen. You know, there are places that are definitely shitholes in this world. And they're usually in the third world countries. And I doubt that there's been a president ever, except maybe, you know, somebody like Pierce or Fillmore or somebody <laughs> that didn't call other countries shitholes. I mean, we got we've got LBJ on tape talking about how he wants his pants so they don't get tied up around his ball sack and his bunghole. So what? Who cares? No, and I think I think you make a great point because I've heard I've heard that Clinton of all of them was real salty about third world countries, but there was no Twitter back then, right? And, and, and he kind of it was kind of understood he got away with it, but I, apparently he used to do the same thing quite yeah. quite shockingly. So I think everybody does, and I, I don't know. This is such a tempest in a teacup. There's lots of things to be upset about. I think there was a you know a, a house vote to keep on. Warrantless wiretaps going for <laughs> indefinitely, yet the news is all uproar about somebody calling a shithole a shithole. <laughs> I mean, Haiti sucks. Now, what's always amazed me about Haiti, and for you geography wizards here, you, you already know this. Obviously, but, easy. <laughs> but Haiti and the Dominican Republican Republic are on the same island. There's no baseball players coming out of Haiti. No, there's a border. And the Dominican Republic pushes them back because is there, is there a wall? Even the Dominican Republic even the Dominican Republic thinks that Haiti is a shithole. <laughs> and they're on the same island. And they're on the same island. <laughs> I mean, you know, the, Haiti has been a shit show for a hundred and fifty years. <laughs> we had dictators, you've had corrupt governments, earthquakes, earthquakes, all of this stuff has just made it. 150 years of a shithole. I mean, the French weren't great when they were there. Then you had, um, you know, dictators and strong men. It's just not a nice place. I'm sure the people are great, but nobody's going to vacation in Haiti because he's he's on to something. Like I said, hey. Anyway, I'll sign the screen. Yeah, and the screen is inside. This is why he's here. So here's here's the question because. Like Tommy alluded to, he did just say it in a meeting with a few people. Sure. And that's kind of the the thing I've always thought is, you know, you don't ever put anything in an email right. or a written document. You just right. say it so you can later be like, ah, that or a podcast. That doesn't sound like yeah. me. Unfortunately. But I think there may be another level we need to think about. You can say that because it's just like if a politician was like, hey, you know, East McKinney sucks, but we're going to fix it. You see, you gotta you gotta lay that out in the end. Like, hey, it's a terrible place, and then like, 
Maybe we should do something about it. And then it's all okay. <laughs> yeah, but didn't, but didn't Trump just kind of like say, like, we're not even going to send any aid to Puerto Rico because it's, <laughs> it's a terrible place anyways. Why would we want to fix it? I feel like he's already, he's already doubled down oh, on no, that. He has, for sure. On that idea. You see, the thing is, so I got in an argument. Well, I've gotten several arguments, but I do mine over text, not Twitter, because I don't have a fake Twitter account. That's where you're doing living life wrong. Yeah, <laughs> I don't have a show Twitter account <laughs> that I sure can commandeer and argue with people that have been through great personal tragedy. Wearing a, their dead uncle's jacket. Yeah, but I have a couple of I have a couple <laughs> of snowflake friends that that I uh, I engage with. So this guy, I love this guy, but but man, we disagree about everything. He uh, he's Haitian. <laughs> <laughs> like, look, pal, where you're from? You're like. <laughs> I understand, you know, there's the there's the, the trash wall. It's very similar to Richardson and Garland. <laughs> very empathetic here. Garland. Yeah. But when the uh when the when Stephen Paddock checked into the thirty second floor of the Mandalay Bay. Oh god, where is this headed? Oh no. This guy and I got into a real big disagreement about gun control. Oh. I thought it was about like the Mandalay Bell Bay or the Delano is a better tower. <laughs> <laughs> That is point break underscore Dave on Twitter. No, but he he uh, he's you know making the argument like well, if we had gun control this never would have happened, which I don't agree with because there's too many guns out there. They they already exist. It's, it's too late. But he said he said well the the Second Amendment to the Constitution, which was I think like 1791 ish time was put in. Close. You don't you don't know. No, I'm just shaking my head. Keep going. I'm not going to fact check here. Oh, okay. okay. Just keep going. He's on a roll. But okay. he said... When the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor. <laughs> <laughs> he put ish at the beginning, so he's got like a 150 years on either side. I'm to see if there's buffer a, zone. If there's an NRA sticker on that 1981 F-150 out there. I did not bring any guns to Glenn's house today. So... So, anyways, he said. He said, "Well, the Second Amendment is completely outdated. It was written in a different time. We don't need it now." You know. So he's making this real compelling argument, and he said, "Our country was founded on allowing immigrants to come in all the time." And I'm like, "But yeah, but that was that was a different yeah, time back then, not, man. Yeah. <laughs> this is 2018. You can't." Can't be making that argument now. It's a different time and place, Mac. Not quite as yeah. relevant. So maybe if he had just phrased it as "it's not a nice place" instead of the term that he used, right? We'd be in a little different place right now. Well, the no, thing then we, they, people would still be. Well, there's I the mean, well, and it, then it he, wouldn't be as as yeah. wheels off. But, but there is the anti-Trump faction that is looking for anything to get him out of there. Right. Well, this isn't going to be it. But no. then he doubled down and said, "Why don't we let more people from Norway in?" That was <laughs> that part kind of sticks with me. But I mean, have you Pick seen a different country? Have you seen women? Have you seen women from Norway, like Norwegian women? I mean, he's not totally wrong. I wouldn't be surprised if he had specifically pointed out. Why don't we just let these right here? I bet he's done the KJ search for Norwegian women. <laughs> Norway nude. <laughs> Norwegian women nude. I bet that search has been done on the... That should be your episode yeah, title. On, on the Trump incognito. Well, he deflected some attention, I guess. Was it this break yesterday? He and the, the Stormy Daniels story? Yeah, I think that was story. yesterday. I didn't hear this one. That apparently he had some sort of sexual escapade with a former adult film star, and his attorneys 
paid her the sum of $130,000 to keep quiet. That's all it takes to buy off Stormy? That's... That was what I, I thought she commanded a little that's more than story, that. That's the story, but that's why I seriously doubt its so, credibility. Is that where this never nude thing came from? Oh, I don't know. Oh, okay. no, I think that's been around that's, a long time. I think, it's been okay. I think that was more just uh, somebody sent me that yesterday, and I didn't know if that was new news or not. Because the the hundred thirty thousand, it sounds very Doctor Evil to me. Like the attorneys were like, "All right, if this happened, we got to be prepared. Seven figures, no doubt." But just we'll wait for her demand, and then she faxes over. Puts her, pink, puts her pinky. <laughs> she faxes over a piece of a run sheet that just says one hundred and thirty thousand dollars on it, thinking that she's really making out OBO. It's <laughs> like when somebody makes you an offer that's so good, you have to tell yourself like, I gotta wait a little bit yeah. longer before I say yes, so they think I'm thinking about it. So when you want to just instantly be like, I'll take it. I'll take it. Stormy should have had the lady from uh, Coming to America. Are you sure that's enough? How about a cool million? <laughs> you don't think that'll be too much? No. Oh, man. Now, it's gotten to the point where, because everything's so amped up and there are sections of the population and the media that are looking for anything, there's so much static out there that, Everything else, like this, just kind of rolls through because shitholes going on. Yeah, you know, people are like, oh, well, okay. So you do just you get fatigued? Are you of the opinion that he does this on purpose? That he knows when big things need to sneak through, and he creates drama, Gr- creates the diversion. Because you'd be giving him credit for being really smart, and I think people hesitate to do that. But I, I don't know that he, again, and I think maybe on the along the flip side of that coin, maybe he's just constantly throwing things out to create a constant amount of static himself. Right. So that he can do whatever he wants to do under the radar. I don't know. It's it's a amazing time to be alive because we've never had this level of exposure and evol- uh, involvement with the the masses. So we're in uncharted territory because even just a couple of years ago Obama wasn't tweeting himself all the time. There would be tweets that came off the the president of the United States Twitter account, but that was probably some yeah, some intern, intern or something, or something yeah. you know, and, and highly controlled. Yes, yeah. And, and this and is just edited, you know, just firing off, firing whatever. it off, and I, capitalizing whatever you feel like. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's, <laughs> Don't it's worry about it. <laughs> it's we're on a new a new day, and the the rules are all it's all been thrown out the window. So I don't know. I, I think there's, I think he's smarter than people. Some people will give him credit for, but I don't think he's playing, you know, four dimensional chess. <laughs> no, I, I think, I, I think, I think that's, I agree with you because there are people that give him credit for the 4d chess for sure. And I yeah. think that's, that's wrong, but I also don't think he's as dumb as no. he gives the appearance because he has sm- snuck enough by under the radar that should have been more. Yeah. Covered. I was going to say, and hey, stock market's doing pretty good. Well, that's true. <laughs> but the Things fact that he's well. the fact that he's calculated doesn't make him a genius yeah. by any no. means. So I just got this email while we were talking. I'm worried that Google's spying on me. It says, "African safari vacations, escape Plano and experience Africa." You know how sometimes, like, if you search a keyword and then <laughs> paid advertisements pop up. Mm-hmm. How close to Wait, Chad? What did we just? What were we just talking about? <laughs> wow, everyone is listening in. Have you uh, have you checked in on the 
price of Ethereum today? No, I haven't looked at Ripple or or any cryptocurrencies or Potcoin. Yeah. Did you know they have they have one called Titcoin? Yeah, for strip clubs. Yeah, I did know that. And it's did for it's for buying pornography on the uh, dark web. And they can and it's for strip clubs to launder money too. Yeah, Titcoin. You just keep saying it. <laughs> did I? I don't think I sent this to Glenn, but I did send it to Tommy because we were talking about Overstock.com, and okay. they, they were. They accept Bitcoin. They were supposedly they were one of the early adopters to accept Bitcoin. Well, I think it actually wasn't a bug on their system. I think it was Coinbase. But there you, was a you don't talk bad about Coinbase in my show. There was a a bug where a guy discovered it. So basically, you go and he went to Overstock.com and tried to buy. Did you read this? I read that, yeah. Tried to buy like an eighty dollar item. And instead of like, you know, it's like point zero whatever Bitcoin, but it took Bitcoin gold instead out of Bitcoin his cash, Bitcoin cash, sorry, which is Noob. not worth nearly as much. OK, so he basically bought an $80 item for Bitcoin cash, which is like a $10 equivalency, then returned the item back to Overstock and it paid him back that point that amount but an only actual in Bitcoin. Bitcoin. So you could basically do that. And make the difference oh, no. all day long, but they they've now caught it. So, you can't uh, but also I think Overstock was sitting on like I don't know how many millions, if yeah, not billions of dollars of Bitcoin from the early days yeah. when they were taking it. Oh and, yeah, they, they made were a just, killing. They were just stacking it up because it's you can't convert it to cash readily. But they saw ahead, so you got this company that's worth hardly anything that now is. A Huge. Bitcoin monster. Yeah, they're a Bitcoin billion billionaire company, and they just sell crappy stuff. Ethereum's fourteen hundred dollars a coin, Glenn. When we did our episode, it was like four hundred dollars a coin. Tony, you got till you got about six or eight weeks before this thing crashes. No, it'll be in six or eight weeks. In six or eight weeks, we'll be recording our podcast from my home studio <laughs> <laughs> in my mansion. That's what you call a cardboard box with some eggshells in it. <laughs> 